the most pivotal day for any fantasy hockey GM is Mondays. That's why you're tapped into your daily source for fantasy hockey news and breakdowns, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And we have so much more than just the waiver wire to cover on today's episode. Jake Gensel, Austin Matthews doing special things once again. The Panthers nine piece and everything in between, including Monday's bets. Let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, baby, we got another juicy week on tap in the fantasy hockey realm, and that is why it is nonstop action-packed episodes on your source for fantasy hockey news, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, and I am joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, Mr. Steel Roden, and on this side of the microphone, it's your boy, Big Flip Livingstone. Thank you so, so much to the everydayers for holding us down, making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and get up to 100 bucks match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Steel, I'm trying to spit this out as quick as possible because <laughs> once again, we have so, so much to talk about. There are stretches of the schedule that you and I have to, you know, get creative to talk about some fantasy angles. But right now... There is no shortage of interesting things to cover, and I'm not just talking about our favorite waiver wire targets for the week because getting these players right over the next couple of weeks is going to be the difference for you in terms of getting over the top or not. We're going to get there right after the break. We're talking about Gensel, his his injury, his value being traded steel, Maddie's historic Hatties. Ooh, that was Ooh, I really like that one. It sounded good. It felt good. Anyway, the Panthers put up a nine piece. That's three NHL clubs steal in the last handful of days, putting up nine goals. The league's buzzing. I'm buzzing right over to you. What are you thinking about this Jake Gensel situation? Because I think when you're talking about teams like the Vancouver Canucks and Edmonton Oilers taking a serious look at Jake Gensel, if the Pittsburgh Penguins lose a couple more games, I'm saying this man's out the door, even though he is going to miss, it looks like here for about four weeks with an injury. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting situation for the Pittsburgh Penguins and Kyle Dubas moving forward, especially as the uh, trade deadline approaches us over the next three weeks. Mm -hmm. um, placed, uh, yeah, placed on long-term injury reserve, he's expected to miss the next four weeks, which means he won't be back until at least the first round of fantasy league playoffs, uh, mm -hmm. the quarterfinals, depending on on uh, you know how many teams make the playoffs for you. But he won't be back until the first round of the fantasy league playoffs, and. Fantasy-wise, I think this is a good option for top teams in their respective leagues to maybe make a play for Jake Gensel if right. they can acquire him at a lower price uh, than he would have been healthy. Like, if, you can, if you're one of the top teams in your fantasy leagues and you can get Jake Gensel at a lower price, stash him on your IR, and, you know, mm. obviously trade uh, trade one of those other lower-tier lower tier teams who have him uh, who are looking for healthy players to sort of make the playoffs over the next four weeks, this could be a good time for you as a top team to trade for Jake Gensel, stash him on the IR, and when mm -hmm. he's back ready and healthy to go, he's right there at the start of the playoffs, and, you're, and your team's even better than it was before. So if you're one of those top teams, I think I like it, it could be a smart trade, uh, smart play to make a trade for Jake Gensel. And then mm -hmm. speaking on the overall uh, NHL trade in the trade market for Jake Gensel right now, like you said, Edmonton Oilers, uh, Vancouver Canucks, um, it's going to be very interesting to see what Kyle Dubas does moving forward with this piece because I, I understand that playing with Sidney Crosby, your your value is 
very high and, and he does a lot for you in, in respect to what you produce offensively and throughout the NHL level. Sure. But Jake Gensel is still an elite player yes. uh, with or without Sidney Crosby. And, you, and we've seen that at times when Sidney Crosby has been injured and out of the lineup mm. that he can still get it done uh, with other players around him. So Jake Gensel is a hot commodity right now. He's been talked about at length over the last month about what could happen with his future in Pittsburgh. And it's going to be very interesting again to see what teams really battle for him or come the trade deadline. Three things right away. Number one, I agree with your take in terms of that fantasy angle. I'm loving that because my second point goes right into his value when he does return. Any team that's going after him, even if it's not the obvious ones that we've just mentioned, it's going to be a winner because they're going to have to pay a hefty price to get Jake Gensel, and it's not going to be a team just on the outside looking in. We've talked about those clubs before. Check out last week's episode. Tap into this, the channel for all the latest, but Jake Gensel, it's an upper body injury, so I'm thinking he's going to be able to keep his conditioning up. Hopefully, he's still able to skate at basically full tilt, a.k.a. he's able to jump right back into whatever lineup that is and produce for you. So that could be a nice little angle there if you do have an IR spot, or maybe it's a league where you're able to trade draft picks. Maybe it's worth taking a shot on a guy like Gensel because, my goodness me, Steele, if he goes to the Edmonton Oilers or the Vancouver Canucks, you know he's slotting somewhere into a nasty top six, and he is going to go off. So I'm here for all the takes with you on Jake Gensel and this situation. However, he's right at the top of everyone's trade bait board, TSN, Sportsnet, however. Four weeks with the upper body injury does throw a little bit of a wrinkle into that. Yeah. Everything we said still holds water, but it's just another you sit it off the top nicely. Very interesting situation, one in which we had to mention. I think we've covered it nicely because I know you're itching to talk a little bit about number 34, but Let's come on now. Go. Come on. If he wasn't in a Toronto Maple Leafs uniform, which my goodness me, thank, thank goodness God he, he is. is. But if he wasn't, right? Let's say he was a Montreal Canadian or Lord forbid, an Ottawa senator, and he scores six <laughs> hat-tricks in this fashion at this point of the season, we got to talk about it because the last time I checked, Steele, when I look at this list here, the last person with six hat-tricks in a season, somebody named Mario Lemieux. Yeah. So that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible seeing what Austin Matthews is capable of doing. First player, like you said, since Mario Lemieux back in 1995-96 to score six hat-tricks in a season, which also means he's the only mm. player to record six hat-tricks in a season in the salary cap era. It's unbelievable. Bang. Shout out to Austin Jonathan Matthews. Chichu one time, by the way. Yeah, shout out to him. But it's honestly unbelievable what Matthews is capable of doing every single time he touches the puck. It's also mm. the second time this year scoring hat-tricks in back-to-back -back games. You know, uh, incredible incredible scoring touch against the Philadelphia Flyers, mm -hmm. incredible against the Anaheim Ducks. And yeah. can we also just take a minute to just realize the fact that he did all of that, scored a hat trick, had five points against the Anaheim Ducks in that nine career high, win. career high, five points in one game, just career so. high. He played under 15 minutes of ice time against the Anaheim Ducks. He did that in under 15 mm -hmm. minutes. That is absolutely incredible to me. He is the most, he is, I'm not going to say the most dangerous, but he is the, one of the most dangerous players when he has the puck on his stick. And even one mm. of the most dangerous players when he doesn't have the puck on his stick, because mm. he is always ready to bury, bury one of those, uh, bury one of those rebounds. He's ready. Uh, he's now ready for one timers, which is incredible to see. I'll throw it back over to you. Cause I got a lot more to say, and I don't want to continue rambling, but it, it's incredible watching Matthews every single time he steps on the ice. Cause he is a true superstar of this league. 
shooting at a 21% clip so far this Unreal. season. Unreal. Something that has to be mentioned as well. And I'll just say this about it because obviously you and I get charged up about the Leafs. We're passionate about our team, but we really do try and come on here and bring a real pr probable angle to how fantasy fans are looking at this. And this is just going to be a special thing to watch, especially for fantasy value. Because if Matthews continues to go off at this clip, it's going to mean good things for all of the peripheral pieces in the mix in Toronto. And we know how this team has to win, Steele. It's not good. It's not pretty. That blue line is patchwork at best. Yeah. And we know it rides or die on the run-and-gun style offense. Matthews is going to have to do Matthews things. And unfortunately, even putting up nine goals against the Anaheim Ducks, if that's any other team in the NHL, I swear down, <laughs> no lead is safe with this with this Toronto Maple Leafs team. So I just got to come on here and also bring that unbiased angle because I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. Ah, this is historically good stuff. And we're not going to downplay that in any stretch of the imagination because if he continues to go like this, there's not many teams in the East that have the special kind of elite single talent that can change games. Matthews hasn't been able to do that in the playoffs. We know the narrative steal. We've talked about it. But if he starts doing that come May, I really don't care who's on the blue line. Put me back yeah. there. Matthews <laughs> is scoring at this clip steal. This team is going to be hard to deal with in the postseason. I don't even care who they have to play. Yeah, and just to add on top of that, uh, I you know, it adds into the narrative of the playoffs, but I just love the way that he, I love the fashion of the way he's scoring right now too. Like these last two games against the Anaheim Ducks and the Philadelphia Flyers, the two hat tricks, the six, the six goals that he scored, like most of the goals scored were, uh, he was shooting it on glove side. He's been bearing it, but it's the way that he's finding the open areas in the slot. Mm. He's taking one-timers more frequently now. He's capitalizing yep. and going right to the blue paint and Barry rebounds. Even mm -hmm. though he's scoring in the same general area, uh, which most re recently has been low glove side, and he's been ripping it uh, yeah. past the goaltenders. He's doing a bit of everything, doing, isn't he? He's doing it in different ways. So One-timers, yeah. like I said, slot opportunities, going yeah. to the blue paint. Great so point. that's what I want to continue seeing come the playoff time. And then after we come yeah. back from break, I want to touch a little bit on the Hart Trophy race right now uh, between Matthews love and a that. few other players. Absolutely love that. We'll also talk about the Florida Panthers because Steele yes. – we need to start paying attention to this team as perhaps the best in the NHL. And that's not even a stretch. Yep. The points aren't going to align because Vancouver is there. Obviously there's other clubs mm -hmm. at the top, but they deserve to be in that conversation. One we will have right around the break waiver wire targets, of course, Monday's bets, but I just want to finish my point on Matthews before we come back for the heart. He's leading the league in even strength goals once again yeah. with 35. So a lot of people like to come into the conversation and say, oh, it's because Toronto takes a, gets a lot of favorable calls. They're on the power play a lot. That might be true. But he has led the league in even strength goals four out of the last five seasons. So please don't come into this kitchen with any other angle then. Austin Matthews is the best goal scorer in the league right now. And unfortunately, he is a victim of playing on a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs that are quite top heavy. And he's going to have to carry this load, baby. But maybe he does just that. We'll talk about it after the break. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Camino Consulting. 
How would you like to get to know someone better in an hour than you would in a year? Understanding one another better prevents small misunderstandings from becoming big ongoing fights after providing more than 20 years of service to small and mid-sized businesses, helping management groups navigate conflict and onboarding new employees. Camino is offering a digital seminar for families and couples too. Did your Valentine's gift of tickets to the game not go over as well as you'd hoped? Get the couples and family online seminar for 20% off this month of February using the discount code locked on. Again, that's discount code locked on for 25% off the rest of the month at CaminoConsulting.ca or mention locked on when reaching out to a business seminar and receive the first five profiles free. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you make your way over to the YouTube channel. Check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. They are here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So make sure you go check it out. Also on Amazon Fire TV, we appreciate all the support and love you show us Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock in the mornings when you can find our episodes. Before we get over to waiver wire targets, the Florida Panthers and their incredible game uh, that Mm. they've been playing under Paul Maurice. Just one last thing on Austin Matthews in this Hart Trophy race. Like, I actually, like, my brain can't process all the information my eyes are seeing right now this NHL season. I still have Nathan McKinnon as my Hart Trophy favorite. I got him a while ago at plus 1,000. He is currently the favorite to win the Hart Trophy at plus 150 now. Well deserved. Then Nikita Kucherov at plus 220. Connor McDavid at plus 310. And then Austin Matthews at plus 700. I I can't even believe he's not closer to to, to Connor McDavid on the odds. But again, with Nikita Kucherov having a replica season from his Hart Trophy season a while ago, McDavid being a, a, a... a constant highlight reel machine and bringing the Oilers out of the dumps into top three in their division. Mm-hmm. And now Matthews just scoring at every, at will every time he touches the puck. Yep. This honestly might come down as one of the craziest and closest heart trophy races in NHL history, because those four players are all deserving out of uh, deserving of it. And just mm. everything that they're doing is sort of different right now, but Austin Matthews on, you know, on pace for 75 goals is just outstanding. Steele, I'm here for this conversation. You know I am. But the numbers actually back it up. I believe it was Matt Hayes of TSN last week made the point of the last time, and I think it's hockey reference, has an expected goals per season that they, yeah. you know, they extrapolated on past stats to now and they compare it all. And the only other player with a better expected goals in one season was a guy named Alex Ovechkin back when he put up, I think it was 60-something, and he ran away with the heart. If Matthews scores 70, how is he not then in that conversation or right there as a legitimate threat? I'm not making that point. It's been made by others. I just think it fits your conversation and this angle quite astutely. By the way, if he keeps scoring goals like that, he is going to force himself into that conversation and in a very big way. Speaking of which, how about Matthew Kachuk, Sam Bennett? (laughs) How about Sam Reinhart? How about this entire Florida Panthers team right now, Steele? Because if you weren't buying into it before, an emphatic 9-2 victory. And let me just break this down a little bit further for you, perhaps, to tee this up nicely. 11th straight road victory. Mm-hmm. Nine goals against Tampa Bay, their in-state rival in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay doesn't lose many games at home over the past decade. And you roll in there and you lay a nine-piece on them. Not only would I look at Tampa Bay for a big bounce back tonight, tease to bets, 
I think this Florida Panthers team is starting to really flex its muscle and round into form as what it was last year, Steel, on the doorstep of a Stanley Cup. And I don't think we should be talking about them in any other light other than that because they're proving it right now that that run wasn't a fluke. They are proving it. And I honestly don't know. I don't know which 9-2 victory is better. The Toronto Maple Leafs over the Anaheim Ducks or the Florida Panthers over the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm going to give it to the Panthers, I, but only yeah, by no. a slight edge because I am a little <laughs> bit of a Leafs fan. But that's all. Yeah, no, it, it's clearly speaks, it, it clearly yeah. speaks more volumes from the Florida Panthers yep. side of things, beating the Tampa Bay Lightning of all teams 9-2 in their arena. Uh, it's absolutely incredible. They're on a Five, five game win streak. They're nine, one and zero in their last 10 games. So good. They're second place in the entire league, right behind the Vancouver Canucks um, uh, who sit up at top of the league with 80 points on the yep. seasons. They, uh, the Florida Panthers have a game in hand. They're four points back. They're right there. They've been kind of flip-flopping back and forth with the Boston Bruins top of the Atlantic. But I said this when we came back and did the uh, NHL all-star break, um, you know, second half bowl second predictions. Half. Yeah. Florida Panthers are going to be one of those teams that are right there for the president's trophy. They've come mm. back from the all-star break and they've just continued to uh, have immediate success. So I I've talked at length about Paul Maurice and how I feel about him being one of the best coaches, if not the best coach. In Give the that National man the Jack League. Adams already. Give, if it's Give not it Rick Talkett, again, this is a yeah. crazy race for the Jack, uh, the Jack Adams True. between Rick Talkett and, and Paul Maurice right now. Yeah. But I would probably be leaning towards Paul Maurice because every single game that the Florida Panthers play, it's always entertaining. It's always hard. Uh, it's always physicality. For, uh, yeah. Physicality. It's intense for them. Paul Maurice leads this team without question being one of the best coaches in the league. And again, Florida Panthers to win the President's Trophy is mm. right up there. Florida Panthers 9-1-0 before I wrap this point up and we're getting to waiver wire. Then we're going to get to Monday's bets because people set those lineups early. It's a holiday Monday south of the border. Oh, yeah. I believe it's Washington's birthday. Don't really know how important that is to everybody, but happy uh, Washington Day so down south. It's uh, all kinds of weird holidays up north of the border. So you got to make sure those lineups are tapped in. We're going to get to Monday's bets. But to wrap it up on the Florida Panthers, 9-1-0 in their last 10 games. And when you're taking a look at this Eastern Conference deal, and you know I like doing that for a betting lens, no disrespect to the New York Rangers, Carolina Hurricanes, or Boston Bruins, who I would put right there as the other contenders out of the East. Right now, it's far and away the Florida Panthers conference to lose right now, in my opinion, and they are starting to really just hit their stride. So that's all I wanted to say about the Florida Panthers because also there is peripheral fantasy value up and down that lineup. And now Brandon Montour oh, yeah. and Aaron Ekblad, who were struggling a little bit this year, I would say pretty disappointing, especially for Montour. Now they're starting to go too. This team was doing it without arguably their two most important blue liners going at all. Look out now. So I'll just say that also Anthony Stellars is might, might get a lot of looks down the stretch. Yeah. If this gap 100%. starts to increase, you know, they're going to be resting Bob. That's another good angle to jump on Stellars because you know, this team isn't going to get losses just because Bob's on the shelf. That's how good they are. That's all I got to say about that steal. Take us to break brother. That's a good point, actually, because I actually I actually uh, picked up Stellars the other day. I've had he's him on good. my roster for about a week and a half, two weeks now, and he's been pretty solid. So that's a great point to make when it comes down closer to the end of the regular season, Thank resting Sergey Bobrovsky. Love that. So that makes me want to keep Stellars even more oh. at this point. We're going to get to waiver wire targets and big-time bets. And then, of course, this episode is also brought to you by the Sleeper app. 
it's it's the it's past the halfway point in the season and like we just said the Florida Panthers are steamrolling over the competition looking for that elusive president's trophy regardless of where your team is in the current standings i want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on the sleeper app the official daily fantasy app of the locked on nhl network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests but it's not just hockey you can play daily fantasy nfl nba mlb cfb on sleeper all you have to do is is pick on whether studs like mcdavid ovechkin mckinnon matthews hellebuck uh uc sorrows more or less on their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win a 100-time bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You can win a 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper, so start paying attention and nail your pick so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and location availability. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit the subscribe, the follow button, leave a five-star review. We appreciate all that love and support you show us Monday through Friday. Again, continue leaving the comments on the YouTube channel. If you Mm. agree, disagree with any of our takes on here, let us know how your fantasy teams are going. And we're going to try to help you like we do every single Monday with the waiver wire targets flip over Mm. to you, my friend. I know you got a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, We've got some good waiver Mm. wire targets for this upcoming week. Busy schedule after a pretty uh, weak one after the NHL all-star break. Mm. And I'm digging into the crates a little bit, Steele. I have two obvious honorable mentions that you've heard out of my lips multiple times, and it's because I've invested them myself. Peter Kochekov, 40% on ESPN, 60% on Yahoo, 64% on Fantrax. Good chance he's out there. They got the Blackhawks, the Sabres, two obvious good spots, but then Panthers and Stars. So it's a bit of a mixed bag, but four games means... Likely he's getting at least two of those with Ranta still at least a week away. So to me, given how good the Carolina Hurricanes have been and options like this on good teams for a quote-unquote number one goaltender aren't really out there, Kochetkov, number one name. Number two, Thomas Harley, obvious reasons. They also play the Canes, the Sens, the Rangers, and the Bruins. Tough matchups, but four games is four games, and he is cooking Right now, once again, Thomas Harley, you've heard it from me before, 58% on Yahoo, uh, 63% on ESPN, and 77% on Fantrax. The numbers are still creeping. I don't know how that's not 90 across the board. (laughs) However, my first pick that I want to talk about a little bit more is a player that you've brought up recently, Steele, and he's an old, ageless wonder, but Kyle Palmieri (laughs) right now is the kind of player on a week-to-week flyer basis while yeah. he's hot and while this Islanders team is really starting to play behind their coach and Patrick Waugh, you got to take a look at him. Seven points in his last six games, 15% on ESPN, 30% on Fantrax, and 17 on Yahoo, a.k.a. you need a little bit of a winger bump, one that could be that sneaky difference this week, Steel. I'm looking at a guy like Palmieri. They got the Blues, Pens, and Lightning. All three of those teams are allowing a lot of goals right now. So I'm liking those angles for the New York Islanders and Kyle Palmieri. I know it's sneaky. I know it's a bit greasy steal. But at this point in the season, you're going to have to get that way. And, oh, my gosh, that just made me feel so old because he's actually a year (laughs) younger than me. And he looks way, way worse. So, anyway, 
he, that just made me that was a little bit of a sad <laughs> moment there anyway Cal Palmieri shout out to the ageless wonder man I just aged myself there 32 points in 50 oh games that is that is the gotta be the funniest thing I've ever heard <laughs> that is so funny but you know what you're you're an ageless wonder yourself but don't 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 it's all the vapes, Steel. It's all the vapes it, and the Budweiser's, pal. Vapes, all the Budweiser's and vapes we can handle. I've got one honorable mention. My honorable mention, Peter Mrazek of the Chicago Blackhawks, 33% nice. rostered. He's got a pretty bad record, 13-21-2, but the other stats are pretty solid. 9-11 save percentage and a 2.93 goals against average. Chicago Blackhawks are one of the teams that face the most amount of shots on every single game. So expect a lot of rubber face towards Peter Mrazek. And mm. again, he's been pretty solid so far this season, regardless yep. of what the actual record shows there. So that's my honorable mention. If you're looking for a goaltender, Love my first, you know, I'll, I'll talk about my first two. Cause my first one, I'm not going to go in great, uh, great depth about it. Ryan sure. Strom just played against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then in that nine, two loss, he's rostered at 7% right now, back to back multi-point games for Ryan Strom. He's got mm. six points in his last five. He's yep. up to seven, uh, 65 penalty minutes on the season, 94 shots, 45 hits. He's on the top line again with uh, Frank Vertrano and some of their best players for the Anaheim Ducks. Four games this week for the Ducks. Buffalo Sabres, Columbus Blue Jackets, LA Kings, and the Nashville Predators. So a little bit more of an easier schedule moving forward for the Anaheim Ducks. Mm. Uh, so Ryan Strom is a player to keep your eye on with these four games this upcoming week. Second player, Johnny Goudreau of those Columbus Blue Jackets. Rostered at 47% right now. It yeah. seems that he's finally found some sort of consistency in his game over the last yeah. month stretch. I swear he's that's not how saying to play. much, but I hear you. It's not saying much, but I swear he's also forgot how to play hockey at an elite level. And for a while Accurate. now, he's slowly coming back around. He doesn't know how to score, but he still knows how to pass the puck. 37 points now in 53 games. Uh, he's on a six game point streak. All of those points being assists, eight assists in those six games. He's got 12 assists. In his last 11 games played, he also has four games this week. L.A. Kings, Anaheim Ducks, mm. Buffalo Sabres, and New York Rangers. Very similar schedule to the uh, Anaheim Ducks this next week. I like these angles, Steele. I really, really do. And look, this is why I get fired up for Mondays, man. This is, as a fantasy hockey GM, if this doesn't get your blood pumping, you might honestly not want to invest as much time and money in it next season. That's just a straight-up <laughs> hot tip. No, it can happen. And look. When I take a look at these two players on the St. Louis Blues, you got to strike while the iron's hot. And the St. Louis Blues, I know, you know, they, they're an up and down club. They're in a playoff, very much in a playoff race right now. Yeah. And they have played good hockey, 7-3-0 and oh, over their last 10 games. So when I see players like Jake Neighbors and Tori Krug going on these mini heaters, I'm not saying they're going to be in your lineup for the rest of the season. Although I do think Jake neighbors has a really bright future in this, in, in this NHL, even though he is only five foot 10, he's 21 years old. He only has 102 shots on net steel and 19 genos and only barely 15 minutes of ice time per night. However, over the last five games, he's cooking four goals, three assists, even in games where he's not putting up points, he's chipping it in with hits. Block shots. The other night he had six shots on net. So he's starting to feel it a little bit, I think, with the confidence. And I think that's what's permeating through this entire Blues lineup. And that means fantasy value. Take a look at Tory Krug. Also, by the way, to finish my thought on neighbors, not only is he playing on a really good line right now, quote-unquote, effective, with Shannon Kasperi Kapanen on the second, quote-unquote, second line again, <laughs> it's his deployment on the top power play unit that is the most intriguing. With Robert Thomas, Pavel Buchnevich, Jordan Cairo, and Tory Krug segue into Tory Krug not having a great year until the last week 
He's resurrected himself from the dead. Seven <laughs> assists and a goal. Ice time up well over 23 minutes a night. He's shooting the puck a little bit more steel. When this happens with a player like Krug, who in his career has been very streaky, has been dealing with injuries. He comes in, he scores points, and he goes maybe 10-12 with none. Right now, Blues playing well, scoring goals. I'm taking a look at these guys over the next week or two, and and I'm done, I promise. Jake Neighbors, 10% ESPN, 18 on Yahoo, 38 fan tracks out there. Krug, 12% on ESPN, 28 on Yahoo, 56 on fan tracks out there. They have a really good schedule. Islanders, Red Wings, and Leafs. I'm taking a look at some St. Louis Blues this week. And we've talked about Jake Neighbors uh, when we did that top 10 under 100 games yep. played episode. He, I believe he cracked the top 10 for you. He was an yes. honorable mention for me. And that is definitely 10. a player. Yeah, right I think he there. was. And uh, yeah. he's definitely a player to keep your eyes on for next season, at least because of what he's been able to do uh, and showcase all of uh, all of us fans out there. My last mm -hmm. player before big time bets. We got to talk about him. Michael Amato's talked about him over the last couple of weeks as well. Uri Slavkovsky of the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Rostered at 46% right now. He's up 36% over the last week. You've got to grab him while you still can. He has been red hot over the last month. Absolutely electric. Currently on an eight-game yeah. point streak with 12 points in that time. 91 shots, 94 hits, 49 blocks, 30 penalty minutes, 10 power play points. He could truly become one of the Bangor League beauties that we desperately love on this podcast. Only three games for the Montreal Canadiens, where there are a lot of teams who have four this week. Buffalo mm -hmm. Sabres, Pittsburgh Penguins, and New Jersey Devils for the Montreal Canadiens this week. Those are the waiver wire targets. Definitely love grab it. them, snag them while you still can off the waiver wire because they will be picked up over the next day or two. You can believe that. Mm -hmm. Let's get over to big-time bets where the money is made. Flip. I've got a same game parlay. It is a big schedule on Monday. Lots of games, a lot of great yes. matchups out there. I've got a same game parlay. So why don't you let everybody and myself know your three picks, and then okay. I'll get to my same game parlay. Giddy up, Steele. It was a big weekend for your boy. Yes, Came off was. a good Friday as well. I think you and I are both finally shedding the BS on this season. And here we go, baby, just in time for the biggest stretch of the money season and NHL and fantasy season preamble over Ottawa into Tampa <laughs> Bay. I preluded this. Tampa Bay just got embarrassed by their in-state rival, and they had been involved in some real crooked number games. Yes, and then I look have, at yeah. the Ottawa Senators, same scenario, a team that seems to be able to score goals but allow them a plenty to me. One and one means over steal. When I look at the head to head as well, and I'm going to take the over six and a half, seven of the last eight games between these two, boom, over the number. I don't even need to read into it anymore because watching both of these clubs right now, it's just screaming over. And I think you're going to see the Lightning play a big response game. I don't know if actually that means Ottawa just rolls over because they're playing pretty well right now as well overall. I could just see this one easily being 5-3, 5-4 final or higher because that's how they've been going. That's my first one, and I'll spit these last two out real quick so you can finish with your same game parlay, which I'm excited for, by the way. On the other side of the coin, Winnipeg into Calgary. I think you see where I'm going with this. The Winnipeg Jets have scored two or headed into the other game against Vancouver. They had scored two or less goals in 10 of 11 games. So 10 of the last 12, they've scored two or less. Hellebuck is cooking, and Calgary. Stingy defensive club, Jacob Markstrom feeling it. This just makes too much sense. And, oh, wait, six of the last nine games between these two, 
under the number. Hit me with under six and a half steal. I'm feeling this, and I feel bad for the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> because in come the Edmonton Oilers. I think this Arizona Coyotes team has lost. Has they, have they lost 10 straight? They've been brutal lately. I, it's, it's nine or 10. Hold on. I need to know this because I'm going to go off in a second here. Sorry. They've lost eight of the last 10. Three in a row. They're playing awful, and you have Connor McDavid rolling into town doing Connor McDavid things, and I had this number up, so lock of the night, over one and a half points for Connor McDavid, 81 points on the season, and I'm going to bring up his numbers here in his career against the Arizona Coyotes because you know I like doing that, and that's why I love this angle the most for my lock of the night. Ooh, baby, in 24 regular season games against Arizona, 18 goals, 18 assists, Six game winners. Oh, wow. How about 36 points in 24 games? I'm feeling comfy with this one and a half. I'd even take over two and a half because I think they're going to get buckled. Here we go, Steel. <laughs> Those are the three picks, and I'm feeling them big time. I'm all kinds of fired up. I love all three of those picks, especially oh. your first one, because that's exactly where my same game parlay yes, comes Steel. from. Tampa Bay Lightning and the Ottawa Senators game on Monday night. First pick of the night, lightning on the puck line against the Ottawa Senators. Like you just said so greatly, they got absolutely dusted aside by the Florida Panthers in incredible fashion. 9-2 yeah. loss to those Panthers. They're going to try to respond in a big way against, again, a lower tier bottom te bottom feeding team in the Ottawa Senators. So I'm taking the lightning on the say, puck line. It feels say that again. Sorry. great to Are see you that. cut out there. Could you say that last point again? Lower tier bottom feeder team. Yeah. Ottawa yeah. No, Senators. I got it loud and clear now. Thank you. They're they're going to come out strong. They're going to try to win in big fashion. Like they just got dusted again, like I said, against the Florida Panthers. First pick, lightning on the puck line against the Ottawa Senators. Second pick, I'm right there with you. Lightning, Senators over six and a half in this matchup. Yeah. Eight out of the last 10 have gone over six Bang. and a half. Bang. I would even, if you want to be a little spicier, take Ooh. the over seven and a half in this matchup just by looking at a few of their last games. Yeah. Six, four, four, seven, four, three, five, two, five, three, five, three. They score a lot of goals Thank between these two much. teams. Safer side is over six and a half, but if you're feeling, if you want a little juiced odds, take mm -hmm. the over seven and a half mm -hmm. if, if you're feeling that. But I'll stick with the over six and a half in this matchup. Same game parlay. Like Final it. pick, lock of the night. Nikita Kucherov over one and a half points in this matchup. Yeah. I don't think Nikita Kucherov loves playing any, but any other team more than the Ottawa Senators, maybe the Toronto Maple Leafs, but that doesn't speak volumes to what it does on the stats right here. 33 games played against the Ottawa Senators, 46 points for Nikita Kucherov, the most against any team in oh. his career. Oh. That is the lock of the night. Kucherov over yes. one and a half points. Steel, I'm loving that one. And I absolutely love these picks too. I'm not just drinking the Kool-Aid and it's not just because I like talking smack about the clubs and, uh, you know, that we don't like talking about as much, which I do like doing. I'm feeling these in a big way. I hope we have a big, big week. Seriously, don't forget to set those lineups. Lots of early games. Don't get burned. Watch, I'll say that now, Steel, and I'll slip, you know, I'll fumble the bag. It's holiday Monday here in Ontario. Shout out to Family Day. Shout out to our family, Steel, for holding us down, making sure that we're still able to do what we love to do every single day. I wanted to make sure I gave a shout out to my family. I'm sure you feel the same about yours, but to all the families out there, thank you for holding us down. Got to give a shout out to all our families, all our fans, all our supporters out there. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey League, uh, Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen 
every single day. Once again, go check out Locked On Sports today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. You can also find it on Amazon Fire TV now, so definitely go check it out. They're here for you 24-7 with the top sports stories of the day. Local experts from Locked On covering with the National Leagues. Make sure you go check it out. Subscribe. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.